Welcome to Pigskin Frenzy on this wonderful Thursday afternoon. Thank you for joining us. I'm Joel Norris. Whether you're watching on YouTube, listening on Spotify, or listening on Podbean, a big thank you for taking some time out of your Thursday to just sit back, watch, and listen to some NFL coverage presented by me. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. Leave a like on the episode and leave a comment down below. Spotify, if you're listening on there, Share it around with others and follow on there as well. Podbean, same thing. Listening on there, share around with others and follow on there also. We have Twitter and we have Facebook. Twitter, it's at pigskin underscore frenzy, all lowercase. All you got to do is type that bad boy in on the search engine. You'll find it. Follow and like the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news and highlights from across college and NFL football. Facebook, same thing. All you got to do is type in Pigskin Frenzy. Follow and like the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news and highlights from across college and NFL football. Also, we have a new form of social media now. Pigskin Frenzy is now on Instagram. So you heard it here, folks. We're on Instagram. Uh, go and type it in at pigskin frenzy all lowercase you'll find it follow like the page there you'll get episode updates and you'll get updates of all things pigskin frenzy so new form of social media my social media team approached me on that and they were like we need to get you on instagram man you know instagram is a big way to go in you know today's day and age for social media and i'm like you know what i'm all for it yes huge yes so i mean you know Shout out to my Instagram followers now on there and shout out to my social media team and for making all this happen. So I'm very appreciative and thankful for them. So NFL day to day, we're going to be talking about, you know, you know, give you some injury updates. Uh, I'm pretty sure y'all saw it on Twitter and Facebook, what I posted on there uh, regarding the Jets and their secondary. And I have an update on that through injury. So tough news there. But I also saw an article on CBS Sports, on the NFL side of CBS Sports. And it was about top 10 wide receivers entering the 2023 NFL season. I was thinking to myself, I was like, you know what? Let me chime in on that, Ray. I want to chime in on that article. And I want to give you my own take and my own list on it. So don't leave anywhere yet. Subscribe to the channel on YouTube. Leave comments down below. I want to hear from you. Leave comments on Twitter. Leave comments on Instagram. And leave comments on Facebook. Follow and like the pages on Facebook, Twitter, and now Instagram. And subscribe to the channel on YouTube. Like each episode. Leave comments down below. And follow and share around with others on Podbean and Spotify and all other platforms. So, kicking it off with the New York Jets. And let's kick it off with, you know, you know, the uh, an update on their secondary uh, through injury, which is a tough break. But according to NFL insider Ian Rappert, uh, you know, also known as Rap Sheet. So for anybody, you know, into the, you know, looking into, you know, NFL insiders and reporters at Rap Sheet on Twitter. Uh, Ian Rappert reported that Jet safety Chuck Clark will miss the entirety of the 2023 season after tearing his ACL during OTAs. That's tough. That's a tough break right there. Um, you lose a a very key member of that secondary. Uh, they acquired Chuck Clark through a trade with the Ravens. He played. He was a the Ravens safety last season, and he he he, he helped out a lot on the Ravens secondary last season. Tough break that the Jets are losing him. He's a veteran, and, you know, he adds wisdom, and he adds, you know, he adds a lot of protection for that defense in the secondary, you know, uh, deep in the secondary, right? Uh, here's the bad, that was the bad news. Here's the good news about the Jets, though. 
you have options, right? You have Adrian Amos, who came from the Packers, who signed on to the Jets. You have Jordan Whitehead also. You also have, if you want to switch him around, I don't think you would. I would think you want to play him as a corner, but you have Sauce Gardner, you know, one of the best and fixing to be probably the most elite defensive backs in the NFL. So that's some good news. You have, you know, you have other guys that can fit Robert Saley's scheme on defense, and it's a very aggressive scheme. So get ready for any offense that's about to play the Jets in 2023. However, when you look at, you know, just in general, bigger picture, it it stinks for for Chuck Clark. And it stinks for Chuck Clark just because of what's happening now in New York going into this season. You acquire a Hall of Fame quarterback in Aaron Rodgers, who apparently restructured his contract to make it a longer-term contract. So he may not be just there for the 2023 season. He may be there for beyond. Um, and it's tough because once, you know, it's, 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 it stinks missing a season where you finally have and I don't mean to sound blunt when I say this, a success, a successful season and one of y'all's first successful seasons in a very long time. You know, um, Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets is has made them a contender and has made and has leaked them into contender status for 2023. Um, they're looking at like a prime, uh, they're in prime position and they're in a prime spot to make it to the playoffs. So. We'll, we'll see what happens there, but tough break for Chuck Clark. Uh, you know, he's a he's, he is a good safety and a good player to watch on Sundays, and he brings it on the field, you know, every Sunday or Thursday or Monday, whenever they're, you know, whenever the team's playing. So I hope that, you know, Chuck Clark gets a, you know, has a speedy recovery, and we wish him well here at Pigskin Frenzy, but tough break for him, and prayers go out to him during his recovery, uh, you know, after tearing his ACL during OTA. So moving on from unfortunate news to sort of bit of an up fun, like uplifting, uh, you know, fun type, you know, talk here. Um, I saw an article on CBS Sports uh, from CBS writer and reporter, uh, CBS NFL reporter and writer, Jordan Don, uh, uh, Dajani. Sorry, my words are getting tied up. Dajani. So Jordan Dajani from CBS NFL, you know, CBS Sports NFL reporter there, reporting on an article that he wrote for top 10 wide receivers entering the 2023 season. So, uh, Jordan, Jordan Dejani is, you know, he, he's right on some, on some areas. I, I agree with majority of his list, uh, a majority of his list or the players that's on my list, but I was going to add my own take to this and my own spin to this list. Um, I think one, there was, there's one receiver that he left out that I'm going to add into my list. So, uh, Entering, you know, the, at the top 10 wide receivers entering 2023, here it is. Pigskin Frenzy's top 10 wide receivers entering 2023. My take, though, this is my take. Uh, Jordan Dejani does a heck of a job for CBS Sports. Uh, I do apologize for getting my, my words tied on there. You know, when you're trying to report, you know, and get the words right and you're talking, you're probably talking too fast. The words kind of tongue, you know, you get your words tongue, you know, tongue tied and everything. So CBS NFL reporter Jordan Dejani wrote this and, you know, good article, but I'm going to add my take to it. Uh, top 10 wide receivers entering the 2023 season. Pigskin Frenzies list. So 
Well, let's go with number 10. Number 10, um, Devontae Smith, wide receiver from the Eagles. That is the one that he did leave out. I did not see him on there. Um, majority of the list, listen, the majority of the list and pretty much all the lists I agree on. However, he did leave out Devontae. Um, and I think that in my take, in my take, Devontae is a heck of a wide receiver. He's the future, right? He is definitely the future of, you know, of, you know, the NFL when it comes to receiving. And he's one of the future of the, of the Eagles football organization. So Devontae Smith and what he did last season helping the Eagles go to the Super Bowl is very underrated and probably doesn't get looked at enough. Now, him and A.J. Brown together are a scary tandem with Jalen Hurts throwing them the football. Devontae Smith, in my mind, is number 10 heading in to the you know 2023 season. And I think Devontae Smith's going to have a huge impact for the Philadelphia Eagles. So watch out for Devontae. Uh, I'm really high on him. I'm really high on him, uh, high on him in the future, and I think he is one of the, you know the best receivers in the league already. And you know, it's been you know a couple of years now. He's entering his his he's entering his third season. So I think that right now he you know he is going to be you know one to watch. So just keep an eye on Devontae Smith. Number nine uh, was Jordan Dejani's number 10, Jalen Waddle. Number nine is Jalen Waddle, Miami, Miami Dolphins wide receiver. Listen, he is one of the fastest guys and one of the fastest route runners in the nation. He is one of the fastest receivers in, in the NFL, uh, along with his counterpart, who's on this list, but I'm not going to tell you where yet. Uh <laughs> Yes, uh, him and, and Tyreek Hill as a tandem are, um, I mean, one of the, the strongest duos, you know, in the NFL. And, you know, those AFC East teams are looking at like, golly, we got to stop them. Uh, when one guy's covering Tyreek Hill, uh, another guy's going to be open. You know, when you double cover one guy, another guy's going to be open. That's tough to contain. Uh, and plus, what's so good about Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill, also what's so good about Jalen Waddell in general is not only is his route running, it's his speed. His speed with his route running. Because he, you, you think you're like, okay, I can lock him down. It's going to be hard to lock down a guy that is that goes, you know, who's, you know, five miles per hour more faster than you are, right? You know, he can literally juke you, go. You know, and then he's gone. You know, track star. Obviously, there's no doubt in my mind. Uh, when he when you run as fast as a Jalen Waddle, you know, you don't really have to lock down. You know, you don't have to you know try to beat him out one on one. Just outrun him. Literally, just outrun the guy and outrun whatever corner that you're on. Right, the corner it could be fast enough to keep up with you, but. It's hard to try to keep up with a Jalen Waddle, and it's hard to keep up with a Tyreek Hill. You're going to have to have an extra safety there, okay? And that's what a lot of teams do with a Jalen Waddle and a Tyreek Hill. When you get a uh, when a, with a Jalen Waddle, you get a receiver that is super fast, but you also got an elite route runner too. He's becoming one of the best route runners in the comp, in, in not only just in the conference, but in the National Football League in general. So. 
what what you want to do is put an extra safety back there. You got to put an extra safety back there. If you put an extra safety back there, you'll have somebody else to jump in and contain or, you know, stop, you know, a play from happening with Jalen Waddle. But it's hard, right? It is a very tough task. But you know, Jalen Waddle, my mind, one of the best receivers, and one of the and one of the best receivers, not just in the conference, but in the division and in the NFL. So Jalen Waddle at number nine. Number eight, Debo Samuel from the San Francisco 49ers. You can line him up as a running back. You can line him up as a receiver. Uh, sweet plays, running back, uh, eight, uh, halfback plays, uh, screen plays, bubble screen. Yeah, you name it. Bubble plays, whatever. You know, you, he is a he is a weapon. He is a jackknife. Is what that's what we call it in in football. A jackknife. He is a or a, or a Swiss knife. Sorry, a swift knife. Jackknife and swift knife. Uh, and and Debo Samuel is one of the. I would say one of the most, you know, in, in, at his position, an underappreciated wide receiver. I would say he is a, he is appreciated, but he's not appreciated enough. And I think that he gets underlooked for what he does. And that's and that is the the honest truth. I think he gets underlooked at what he does. Debo is, you know, one of those players that that you know, you know, you never know what could come up, right, when he's on the field. You know, where's he lined up? Um, what route is he gonna run? What is he gonna con- what route is he gonna convert mid play? Because he's on the fly too. He's like that, right? He's on the fly with his routes, and that's pretty good. When a route breaks down, he comes up with something in his head, like, okay, I'm gonna make this play work. And he's done it. Debo's incredible. And I think Debo gets a lot of, you know, gets a lot of flack. A lot of flack. Uh, and he gets a, he, he's not, he's not appreciated for what he's worth in some ways by, by critics and by, and, and, and by fans and spectators of the sport. And I think that Debo uh, at number eight is a very logical spot. I think he, in my mind, he is, should be more appreciated. And I think what he does as a receiver and even a running back hybrid and as a player is incredible. He's a key part of that San Francisco 49ers team and, you know, needs to be, like I said, needs to be appreciated more. So Debo at number eight. Number seven, A.J. Brown, Eagles wide receiver. I think A.J. Brown, again, is, you know, a, a guy that, and just like Debo, he's appreciated, but doesn't get appreciated enough for the work that he does. Remember, he was a he was possibly the leading receiver for that Eagles team that helped them get to the Super Bowl against the Kansas City Chiefs this past season. Huge part of that dynamic offense with Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith, and with Miles Sanders last season. So I expect more of the same for A.J. Brown. I think he's going to, you know, you know, He's going to beat you with his intensity. Uh, here, here's my thing. A.J. Brown is, he may not be like a Swiss knife with, with Debo Samuel when you, can line, when you can line him up as a running back, an H-back uh, receiver, you name it. Line him up in the Wildcat. He's not going to be like one of those receivers. But he may be a, just a straight wide receiver. But I think the size and intensity for A.J. Brown is what really gets people. And I think that's what gets people and what gets DBs. And it's like, okay, I'm just going to jump over you and catch this, this, this football, and you're not going to do a single thing about it, 
right? And I think that's what A.J. Brown brings to the table. I think A.J. Brown, honestly, is, you know, one of those receivers that, you know, what he lacks in maybe speed and agility in a way, he makes up for it in intensity and just power. He's a power receiver, and that's what I like about AJ Brown. Uh, AJ Brown is a is a he's a phenomenal route. He's, he's a phenomenal route runner. He's phenomenal in, in acceleration and catch. Uh, AJ Brown is number seven on my list, and I think that he's going to be a remarkable, remarkable talent this season, and he's going to be a remarkable piece for that Philadelphia Eagles offense. Uh, again, Eagles. If you want to go into rankings for the Eagles, uh, spoiler alert: they're number one on my list in the NFC. As the season goes on, I will give you my take on who are some of the top 10 teams in the NFL, but that's later down and down the road on Pigskin Frenzy. So that's number seven, A.J. Brown. Number six, Cooper Cup. Um, Cooper Cup, uh, now in 2022, in my mind, before Pigskin Frenzy even happened and was a thought, uh, Cooper Cup was the, was the number two in receiver coming into this season, coming into the 2022 season. The reason why he's number six is because of the injuries last season. Cooper Cup is in, a, is, is in my mind, has turned it up as one of the now great wide receivers in, in the league on his way to elite status. And Cooper Cup was the 2021 Offensive Player of the Year in the NFL. He did phenomenal things for the Rams and helped the Rams go and win a Super Bowl in their own stadium, in their own city. I mean, look who was throwing to him. Matthew Stafford was white hot coming in from the Lions to the Rams, winning a Super Bowl, becoming Super Bowl MVP. Cooper Cup is an amazing receiver. He's a great... Here's what I like about Cooper Cup is his heart and desire to make the play work. I think what happens is, is like he's going to do anything and everything necessary to make the play work. It's his work ethic. That is what gets me as a wide receiver for him. Uh, he's great in a slant. Like, if you line him up as a slant, like, if you do a run a slant and you line him up, you know, as a slant, you know, he's running a slant route, he will burn you majority of the time. Nine out of ten, eight or nine out of ten times, he'll burn you. Uh, you don't want to run a slant play with Cooper Cup and you want to be lined up against him because majority of the time, it's not going to work. So Cooper Cup uh, running a slant, unbelievable. And not only that, his work, like I said, his work ethic, his work ethic as a wide receiver is what inspires me. What what kind of brought me down, it brought me down on the list for me for Cooper Cup a little bit. Rams wide receiver is his injury and his injuries battling, you know, that he was battling last season. The Rams had a, a, a miss of talent last season. I think the Rams could have made the playoffs. The reason why Rams didn't make the playoffs is because everyone was hurt. Everyone got beat up. Everyone got hurt. Aaron Donald was beat up. Uh, Leonard Floyd was beat up. New Bills edge rusher now. We'll talk about that later on. Um, but, and Matthew Stafford was hurt. You know, Cooper Cup got hurt as well. Everybody was hurt. It was one of those things where it was like, okay, so, you know, uh, we just can't, you know, we, we, I don't know how we can make the playoffs when everybody's beat up and we don't know how, you know, without our star receiver and out with our star quarterback, 
You know, let's just shut everybody down and just wait till next season. Now, a perfectly healthy Stafford and Cup together will cause issues in the league this season. So if they are perfectly healthy, let's just, you know, wait. You know, Cooper Cup can move up on my list. So just watch out. You know, Cooper Cup at six, entering 2023. Five, Miami wide receiver, Tyreek Hill. So, uh, you y'all was one. You were like, okay. You mentioned Tyreek Hill being on the list. Where was he going to land? He lands at number five on my list. Now we're going to start getting into the stats part of this. So, Tyreek Hill. He had 170 targets, 119 receptions, seven touchdowns, and 1,710 yards total. Tyreek Hill is a phenomenal wide receiver. One of the one of the one of the elites in the league. Uh. And he's one of the elites in speed. Now, that's why they are so, that's why Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill are such a dynamic duo and such a strong receiving core because of their speed. Is Tyreek Hill the biggest receiver? No. But he's the fastest wide receiver. And that is what gets people. You don't have to straight up, you know, juke and jive. Hey, man, I'm going to line up against you. I'm going to outrun you. Okay, as a route runner, I'm going to outrun you and you're not going to do a single thing about it. Again, you're not going to do a single thing about it. And some of these receivers line up like that. They line up with that confidence. Man, I'm going to beat you out. You're not going to do anything about it. Can Tyreek Hill run the post route? Yes. Is he the best post route runner? Probably not the best post route runner. No, but he's a good post route runner. What gets me is his speed. Just like Jalen Waddle is his speed. You got to have an extra zone. You got to have a, a safety lineup in the back and have an extra safety behind these guys on the field to try to contain a Tyreek Hill or contain a, a Jalen Waddle. Tyreek Hill is uh, nicknamed Cheetah for a reason. He's the fastest receiver in the league. Uh, no one could really catch him. I think Tyreek Hill is five for a reason because he's one of the best receivers in the league, and he's, like I said, fastest guy on the field. So Tyreek Hill, number five. Uh, let's move on to number four. Bills wide receiver, Stephon Diggs. So when Stephon Diggs... Here's the here's my mind. Here's my honest thoughts. Stephon Diggs is number four. There's some good things. There's some bad things. I think the 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 hot and coldness sometimes could be it. I think the Bengals game in the playoffs was not one of his finest games. However, stats don't lie, and Stephon Diggs is one of the best receivers in the league. Uh, post routes. Far none, probably one of the best in the league. I mean, he can run a post route. Stephon Diggs can. Uh, if you and if you want an, an, a route, or like a pure route running ability, Stephon Diggs can do it, man. He can do it. He is what he is a, a pure. If you want to think about a pure receiver, you look at Stephon Diggs from the Buffalo Bills. Let's look at his stats: 154 targets, 108 receptions, 11 touchdowns, and 1,429 yards overall. Josh Allen is very high on him, and that's his guy. That's his favorite target, obviously. Stephon Diggs, pure route runner, good post route, uh, good post route runner. Uh, he's going to be just as good, or about, or even better than he was last season because, you know, look who's throwing to him, right? One of the best quarterbacks in the league in Josh Allen. Stephon Diggs is going to be a huge part of that offense and going to be a huge part probably in the NFL as a receiver. So in my mind, that's who's number four. Number three, Bengals wide receiver Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase has already made an impact going into year three 
in the NFL. So uh, Jamar Chase, one of the best receivers in the conference, not only in the best receiver in the conference, the best receivers in the league. Let's look at his stats. 134 targets, 87 receptions, nine touchdowns, and 1,040 and 1,046 yards. Uh, look who's throwing to him. I mean, it's that connection, man. It's like that dynamic duo. You know, you have Josh Allen and, and Stephon Diggs. You have a Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith or Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown, uh, Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey. You got Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. It, it's, been, it's been a thing since, his, since their LSU days. It's a thing now. And what they do to opponents is is not fun for defense. You know, for, the, for, for people watching the show, they love it. If you're a Bengals fan, you love it. If you're not a Bengals fan, you don't enjoy the show that's going on. So Jamar Chase, route running, bar none, one of the best in the league. Uh, he can definitely run a slant route, and he can beat you on acceleration. And that's what's so good about Jamar Chase. His hands are good, but also his acceleration. I am really high on his agility and really high on his acceleration after the catch, I think his acceleration is one of the best in the league. So that's what gets me with Jamar Chase. Number three, Jamar Chase uh, entering 2023. Number two, Raiders wide receiver Devontae Adams. Again, if you're talking about just a pure receiver and spectacular catch, look no further than Devontae Adams. He is a pure receiver. Bar none, one of the best guys you can throw to and one of the best guys you can have on your team on that offense. He's a weapon. He's a lethal weapon for your offense. Let's look at his, let's look at his numbers from last season. 180 targets, 100 receptions, 14 touchdowns, and 1,516 yards. That's unbelievable. You know, even with Derek Carr and everything going on with him, he still managed to put up those numbers. Devontae Adams finds a way to get his even though he's a part of a of a system that probably didn't make the playoffs and a system of there were some unknowns going on in that offense with Derek Carr and you know and other options for Derek Carr to throw to Devontae Adams still managed to get his unbelievable wide receiver his work ethic is bar none and his acceleration is also the best and just pure i would say what what i admire about him is his route running right his route running gets me and his post routes are, are probably the best in the NFL. He's an elite wide receiver, Devontae Adams. Let's see if he can, you know, set the bar for himself high as the best wide receiver in the league. We don't know. We'll see how it goes, and we'll see how the connection with Jimmy Garoppolo and him shapes up in that offense this season. Number one, you're going to be like, no surprise here. Uh, Minnesota Vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson. <laughs> so, see, I agree with Jordan Dijani's, you know, reporting and his article. A lot of it. I just did not agree with Devontae Smith being left off, off you know, off the list. Uh, a lot of it is just adjusting around. I did, did I, I agree with the players, but I just disagree with some of the people who are, you know, shifted around. I'm just giving you my take. But number one, I do agree with him on this, and that's Justin Jefferson. Bar none, he's the best wide receiver coming into the you know National Football League in 2023. Let's look at his stats. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 184 targets, 128 receptions, eight touchdowns, and 1,809 yards overall. My goodness. I mean, I mean, Kirk Cousins and the Vikings were... Uh, unbelievable going into the playoffs. They were number number two or number three 
excuse me, number one, number two, and number three in the seeding in the NFC standings for the playoffs. They played the Giants. Unfortunately, they lost, got knocked out of the first round. But, but it's you know a lot of that help and you know getting to the playoffs came from Justin Jefferson, 2022 Offensive Player of the Year, reigning and defending. He also passed Randy Moss for the most receiving yards in a player's first three seasons in NFL history with 4,825 yards. Justin Jefferson is phenomenal. Route running, acceleration after catch, spectacular catches, uh, runs a slant route. You name it, you can cover him all you want. Justin Jefferson's going to get his, and Justin Jefferson is going to, you know, defeat you in a lot of areas. Now, there are some guys who can cover him. Obviously, there's some guys that can cover a lot of guys. There's some guys that could have covered Jerry Rice. Everybody's going to have their best days, right? But Justin Jefferson, in my mind, is still the best receiver in the National Football League. And to me, it's not really all that close. I think he's he's the best receiver. You, sure, you got some elite receivers in, in the league, but right now, if you could put, him on, put it down on paper... Right now, it's not close. I think Justin Jefferson entering 2023 is the best wide receiver in the NFL heading in, you know, to this season. And if you're a fantasy football player, you're wanting Justin Jefferson off the board early. You want a receiver? I'm taking Jets, right? He's, like I said, phenomenal precision, phenomenal allow uh, a route runner. And, you know, he can he can run a route, man. He can run a route and his catch and his and his awareness of catch. When catching a football is probably one of the best that I've seen in quite some time. So that's my top 10 wide receivers entering the 2023 season. And we're out of time. So again, a big thank you for taking some time out of your Thursday to just sit back, watch, and listen to some NFL coverage presented by me. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. Leave a like on the episode. Leave a comment down below. Spotify, if you're listening on there, share around with others and follow on there as well. Podbean, Follow and share around with you know with others on there also. Twitter, it's at pigskin underscore frenzy, all lowercase. All you gotta do is type that bad boy in on the search engine. You'll find it. Follow and like the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news and highlights from across college and NFL football. Facebook, same thing. All you gotta do is type in pigskin frenzy, follow and like the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news and highlights from across college and NFL football. Instagram, just follow and like the page on there. Type in at Pigskin Frenzy. You'll get episode updates as well as all things centered around Pigskin Frenzy. That just about does it. Thank you again for tuning in and listening and watching today. Um, We'll be back Tuesday with another college football edition of Pigskin Frenzy. And for everybody out there, stay the course. Mm-hmm.